Whether it's football fields or basketball courts, still got my mind on sports. Freshest kicks and flashiest shorts, still got my mind on sports. Mind on sports. I'm dreaming, hoping, no waiting, grinding till I'm in conversation. Know that I'm destined for greatness, living the dream. I'm dreaming and hoping, no waiting, grinding till I'm in conversation. My thoughts flow through the pen and paper with hopes that they listen. listen. But this picture was never gave. We're taught, felt slave to the industry. The enemy, my enemy became. But we start making hits. I lost myself. The pressure started to hit. Really off myself. When you busy trying to fit in, you forget to stand out. They want to be in the circles. You make the circle, they stand round. The exact difference between a starter and star. They display the position. We've reinvented the laws. Forgives me for all of my sinning. They tell me that my dreams are gonna leave me dead or locked up in prison. Prison. Well, if I die, remember me like Pac and Biggie. If I'm locked, remember me like Max. I'm really feeling like it's more to this rap shit. Tell my niggas that it's more than just this trap shit. But I ain't knocking the hustle, go and get it by any means. I used to be slinging, thinking I gotta get the green money fiend. But my dreams got closer. Eyes got wider cause the digits got bigger with my niggas, I'ma divide it. So a nigga stop pushing dope. Now the only thing a nigga is pushing is hope. I done seen the short side of the rope. And I can't stop here and see the live a dream or die inside of a nightmare. Thank you.
Good evening. Welcome to my mind on sports right here on bliss.fm. If you're hearing my, my voice, that usually means it's a Tuesday. It also means it's probably raining, both of which are true. And the third thing being that I'm joined in the studio by Xavier Wyatt and Jamal. It was not a dream. Who's obviously enjoying this. <laughs> it's okay, man. There's nothing wrong with that. But in case it's your first time tuning in to my mind on sports right here on Bliss, which we greatly appreciate you doing and taking time out your day to listen to us. And to those of you who listen via podcast, we thank you for subscribing and then listening to us later. We, we do appreciate you each and every little listen and view. And Jamal, you can't see him, but he gave you one thumbs up because the other hand's holding his phone with extremely large font. No, it's not a large font. It's just very close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not long, it's just, I'm just looking at it very close. All right. We're going inst- to just, uh, I, okay. <laughs> I tell you, if you're not going to comment on the large font thing, you want to leave it alone? No, nope, I mean, I'm not being petty font? today. No. Nope. That, that's not a large font. I just got to look at it very closely. It's an unfortunate thing. Last week, man, it looked like the seeing test for I me. Mean, I mean, certain ones. <laughs> my text messages are, are large fonted. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I I was walking in, this, in, in, in here. All I saw was like an F and an A. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like you were gradually going down. My text chart. messages are large fonted. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Like, I wanted to look away, but I was like, ooh, my eyes work. <laughs> All right, Can't man. Wrong Real quick before we start, in case you guys don't follow us on, follow us on social media, which in case um, I implore you to do so, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all things My Mind on Sports. And then you can follow us, follow us individually if you want. You know, Xavier got like 3.3 thousand followers must no nice. i do not must be nice right um shout out to my guy manny benson and the reason i'm bringing up manny he's he usually comes on he'll be on within a couple weeks uh mm-hmm. he's a redskins all redskins guy big into the draft you know he's looking forward to the combine this week which we're going to talk about the combine a little bit later but the reason i'm bringing up manny is about what his family's doing if any of you guys have seen the hateful eight the, these two here in studio have failed to do so uh-huh. so so they're not helping me right now sorry but Y'all remember that it was called a haberdashery, where everything went down at was the haberdashery. Okay? The haberdashery. Whatever that is. Yeah, you right, still like <laughs> so, the, the Benton family has a real live haberdashery. Okay? And it's been, it's been up since 1924 down in Norfolk, Portsmouth, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, Suffolk, Newport News, and Hampton. That's what, that's what that first store down there services those places that are services but okay so it's a store yes it's a okay, habit can, man you need to watch hateful eight it's a haberdashery i'm not gonna watch it so just explain <laughs> okay what kind of store is it a haberdashery <sighs> haberdashery y'all, y'all haberdashery it's a men's retail clothing and hat store why can't they just say it's a, a men's because it's store. a haberdashery why can't we just say it's a, a haberdashery you better store. watch your phone you could have look, looked it up i couldn't i don't know how to spell it oh, so <laughs> <laughs> y'all not gonna steal Maybe I should my happiness. Out. Y'all not <laughs> gonna steal. No, no, you're not. You're taking away. I've been looking forward to since he sent the email to. We're me. trying to educate ourselves. Maybe I'll ask Siri later. Maybe Siri, you know what a haberdashery. Please do it on the mic. Say it right. Ha- wait, say it again. Haberdashery. Haberdashery. So you still uh, messing? All right, up. look. So <laughs> Stark and Legum. Stark and Legum. That's the name of the store. Okay. Oh, okay. Stark and Legum. Haberdashery. Okay. Stark and Legum Haberdashery. This is the Maryland branch. It opens at the Bowie Town Center Saturday, March 5th, 
It's open from 9 a.m. to noon. That's the first day it's going to be open. Let everybody go see what a haberdashery looks like. Where Since everybody up there is not hip. You said, where is the store? I said, man, it's a store. I know. It's a men's store, but I'm going to call it a haberdashery. I don't want to call it that. Stark and Legum haberdashery. I can't say it. So I'm just okay. going to say Stark and Lavery. Is it haberdashery because it's dress clothes or something? Look, I give you permission. If you tell anybody about the store, you can call me on speaker just so I can say. So you can say <laughs> Stark and Legum haberdashery. And I get off the phone. Is, is that... It's that simple. I'll record it and send it to you. It'd be yeah. like this store, Stark and Legum, just so I can say haberdashery. Because, yeah, I'm not going to I mean, it's a funny it. word. It's a great word. Like, okay, let me see. Y'all are not going to take this from me, okay? No, we're not trying to take that from you. You're, you're, trying you're trying to bring me down. No, I'm trying to I don't educate want myself. That. You are trying to bring me down, and I don't appreciate it. You're trying to bring me down. You're trying to bring me down. She's really trying to enunciate the spell. Oh, I found it. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Haberdashery. But she can't say it right. Have a dasher. <laughs> hey, look, you already have it. Have a dashery. Have a dashery. That's it. I keep saying Rhea for you some do. reason. I don't know, but it's have not a that, not that type of I party. Good. Have a <laughs> All right. Um, also, just to let you guys know again. This is this is from the Benton family, the Benton brothers, uh, Michael and Harrison. The store is opening here in Maryland again, March fifth. Look, guys, I'm just gonna enjoy the heck out of saying have a dashery. Just because I'm childish and it's a cool word. It's a cool word. Yeah, it's not a, it's, it's a funny And now I'm probably going to go home and watch Hateful, Hateful Eight, which doesn't have too much to do with the actual word, but they use the word in the movie. Okay. So a haberdasher is a person who owns or works in a shop that sells men's clothing. Right. It? So it's called Stark and Legum Haberdashery, a men's retail clothing and hat store. And Pete Gang, the hats though, the hats. A lot of high profile people. Mm-hmm. Go to Stark and Legum and get some of those hats that you either love or see. <laughs> love or hate, I should say. The ones that like everybody started wearing after Pharrell? Those hats? The Pharrell hat. Okay. And others. Okay. And uh-huh. others. Man, you know, some it's ask, a store. I can't say that. Man. Stark and Legum have, have a dash. Stark and Legum's men's clothing store. All right. Stark and Legum. Legum. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. say any of it. Okay, look, you're not going to take this. Stark you're store. not going to take this away from me. I'm just say Stark store. I came here with all intentions to be nice to you throughout this whole show. I just and don't. You really <laughs> look. I extended give the olive branch, and you are just you just crushed it already. Just go ahead, give him the bullet. I'm just saying, I can't say Man. the word. <laughs> so it's a store. What is that firearm you're handing me? Just, 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 give, just give him the clip. Stark <laughs> and Stark and who All right, real quick. Um, <laughs> if if you do show up that day. Um, you're going to be among the first to preview their classic hat line by Stetson and Dobbs, cool. Biltmore, Mayor, Kangle, Barcelino, Barbiso, Kango. and in his suits, Luciano Corelli, Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein, mm. Talia, our classic line of dress shirts by Enro, Damon, Robert Lewis, VIV, Luciano Visconti. Look, y'all. Man, I that out, if it's, right. Italian, it's so many hard if it, words. If it's to Italian, say. that means I can't afford. Hey, look, the thing is, look, I took that away from y'all, and I did, I did the butchering. Okay, I did I the reason. Too many hard words to say. I right, look, man. Anyway, I ain't got nothing to do with the words. As soon as I knew it was Italian, I knew I couldn't afford it. It was out <laughs> I of my budget. I took Italian in high school too, and I, I can't say it. March fifth, <laughs> Bowie Town Center. All right. Stark and Legum. Stark and Legum. Grand opening. Haberdashery. Grand Men's opening. clothing store. Look, you can say that, and I'm gonna say <laughs> haberdashery. <laughs> for, All right, look, for the simple minded people is a man's clothing store for those those who want to come up I am the simple minded person here look, man, I'm, I'm sitting in the middle sorry. Look, I'm trying to better myself I want to go check out the habit <laughs> I was trying I to educate can. myself on it at least I can pronounce it 
Right. I, I mean, I sounded I, I, it out. I don't out. think Octavia cares anymore. I, 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 I sounded it out in order to, to, to look it up. I tell you, said it's a men's store, and I'm already I'm cool with that. It is. I mean, <laughs> it's because I'm a girl. Uh, it's a store. You're going to use that as the cop out? Yeah. You guys are guys. I'm a girl. So that's why you can't that's say it. That's why you can say it, and I can't. Yep. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It's a men's clothing store. Go check it out. Mm. With all the fancy words that I can't see. And the cool hats. I mean, I like the hats. Can I, it's a men's hat, but can I wear that? I'm pretty sure if you show up March 5th and ask them, I'm sure they'll give you all the answers you need to know. Mm-hmm. And as long as you got cash with you, I'm, and I'm, sure, can swipe. I'm sure if you're able to pay for the hat, I you think good. you can do whatever you want with I'll, it. I kind of like the hat, so. Oh, wow. So after all that, you know what? It's a, I like the hats at the men's clothing store. On tonight's show, <laughs> since we're moving on from the. I'm excited. It's a habit that actually It's not a habit. It's a, look, you can't even tell me what it's not. Go ahead. Tell me what it's not. A haberdashery. It is, and I'm happy. I said it? Yeah, oh, you did. You, you said it. I'm mad that she's really excited that she said this. <laughs> I'm, there's a part of me that's hurt inside. Like, I'm really it's still a clothing store. I'm sorry. How you just going? On tonight, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you got it, what are we talking about? You're, hey, look, you already started to say, wait, go ahead. What are we talking about? Once a nice show, go ahead. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. Of course, we got to talk about my man Dame and his big game. Anthony Davis also had a big game. Mm-hmm. Talk about the tread. That's a dread. See, I can't talk tonight at all. It's, it's okay. It's I don't right. know. I'm sorry. It happens to me all the time. Y'all just laugh at me, but mm-hmm. I'm happy that's happening to someone not name me tonight. Oh, because, wow. yeah. You know. We got to talk about the trade deadline that passed this past Thursday. Yeah. Um, who actually moved. Who tried to move and couldn't go and got <laughs> sent back to where he came from. They just wanted checkers instead of checkers. You got a couple months in the building when nobody wants you. <laughs> like I want. What is that like going to work every day where everybody was hoping and praying that you were going to be gone? Uh, and then. You come back. You still there? Like, hey, still here. Dyson, clean out my locker. Okay, cool. Right. So, like, Give what me is my it stuff like? Back. Like, I mean, from, like, equipment manager to the people who get you your soda that were cheering when they were, you know, trading. Like, like yes, he's gone. Yes. He's gone. And he's not. Yeah, now Or he's he next. was gone and he went for his physical and he failed and he came back. You're just going to keep going yeah, back to Montaunas. just saying, huh? what the hell are you doing? You're just going to keep going back to Montaunas and nobody else? It just happened. He's the only person that happened to him. Sorry. Let him live, man. Sometimes it happens, man. He probably, he probably failed on purpose. He was like, I don't really want to be here. I mean, would you really want to be in Houston? It's not like I'm going to be quiet. No, um, that's why I say I don't think failed. he did it on purpose. That's all I was saying. Nah, he did that on purpose. He's like, y'all going to take me back. <laughs> Because I ain't want to get traded in the first place. that man was, he couldn't wait to leave. He was probably like, yes. They started checking his back and he was like, no. He's probably sad. Because I know I would if I had to be staying in Houston with James and the other one. And their dysfunction. Yes. Yes. That's true. Talking about people they couldn't get rid of. (laughs) Which one? Well, he did. Well, there's only one they were really trying to get rid of. Now, that's the one that probably going to have people looking at him sideways at practice. They was like, you were supposed to leave. (laughs) Why did you not opt out? What are you doing? How awkward that must be, though. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, as Octavius let you guys know, we're talking about AD and Dane's big games. We're going to talk about the trade deadline. We're going to talk about is there an actual point to the NFL combine? Because a lot of people get excited about this. It's just a it's just like a show. It's a workout that they it's do. Just every a it's a glorified workout. It's yeah. an and a bunch of like all the stuff that actually matters, the public can't see. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Like like the most important things there, which are the interviews, we have no access to. Mm-hmm. So they just put on a whole bunch of show and everybody enjoys production every year. I mean there's a couple things you can take out of it, but what is like is there like, a big oh, point he's to fast. it? Like like I think life would go on if he can if cut it wasn't really, public. really well. 
with nobody around him. Yes. It's That's outstanding. It, it, oh my it gives, God, he gives, threw the gives ball him a foundation, but it doesn't with really nobody there. <laughs> then, you know, and the perfect pass to him. With nobody <laughs> around. He throws a gorgeous deep ball, with except no hand when, in uh, you know, in the circumstances in which he gets paid for. But, you know, hey, whatever works. Got a lot of people excited about that. Then we're going to take a look, just because the trade deadline's over, we're going to take a look at the actual NBA standings. And, you know, playoff pitchers are starting to form. Mm. Starting to see team, you know, the races at least. We can start to look at look at those a little bit more. As always, join the conversation with us. You know, I, I definitely want to hear what you guys got to say. I don't I'm always want to hear what Just don't talk Jamal about and Octavia have to see. You know, and, hey, look, man. Stark and Legum haberdashery. Yeah, I can be excited about this. Let's, okay. learn how to, let's learn how to say it. I might learn how to spell it later. <laughs> if you're going to tweet it to us, make sure you look up the definition first. I know some of y'all listen to watch Hateful Eight. You know what I'm talking about. Like They probably watch it and still don't know what it is. The whole movie took place in the haberdashery. If you watch that movie and still looking at me crazy because I said haberdashery, what did you watch it for? They probably watch it just like they were in a store the whole time. Okay, you want to know what? I'm done with you. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to start on tonight's topics.
It's like going through the socks. That's what it's saying. I'm look, just saying. Y'all gotta stop, man. Like, man, that this, might be the new way to get it. Instead of getting poked with the needle. Hey, look, man. Y'all. <laughs> that might be the easy way I wish we could have <laughs> something in here during breaks. That might be These the safest way to do it. I'm about here, to cry. Like, you two are horrible human beings. That might be the new invention for hey, They only ate 50. Bad. You better get them while they last. Hold on. We're talking about $8.50, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's it. $8.50. They're going to sell. They, what you, they what originally $15. What part of high profile didn't y'all hear? Well, it's $8.50. That don't sound high profile. I'm talking about the other stuff. It's going to sell, though. You, it's 43% oh, off. All right, look, man. We're going to talk about the Cavs real quick. Usually, they, usually right. when it's a percentage the like that, it's a The Cavaliers fired their coach. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm All back. Right. The Cavaliers fired their coach. And they, they don't when they were 30 well, and 11. They still doing pretty well. And everybody was up in arms because it didn't make any sense to fire your coach when you were leading the Eastern Conference, which you still are. Since firing they ten and three. David Black, they're ten and four. Oh, okay, ten and four. My bad. Oh, they was, oh, okay. they're forty and fifteen now. Okay. After Sunday night's loss to Detroit. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. After beating well no, they beat OKC on Sunday. They lost, they lost they Detroit lost Monday. Monday, Monday night. Night. I'm night. sorry. So after their latest win and loss, they're now forty and fifteen, still atop the Eastern Conference. So so far, was was it worth finding a coach or do you feel like there's a huge change when watching them or hmm. Mm, Are no. you just kind of like? Hmm. Hmm. I'm like, hmm. what was the point? It was like it, it was kind of like they were just doing it to for show because I don't feel like anything's changed. It's not like they played differently or they have like some different scheme or they're trying a different rotation or anything like that. I think I just think they just hey, let's just pick a new coach maybe to make it look like we're trying harder. Jamal. I honestly have no answer because it it it's been a whole. It's just been. Sound like you're really it's, they, they, they just they've been real on even kill all all year long. Yeah, it's like nothing's changed. What was the point? I mean, it, the point point for them was just they. I guess they just need a different feel in the locker room. Other than that, they hadn't changed too much on the court, in my opinion. I mean, they might be moving up and down a little faster, but I, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. I mean, they're trying to play a little faster, but okay, I'm kind of with you guys. It's not like they, they also got Kevin Love involved more. Which this, is this is probably the weirdest player. big three I have. I think this is what everyone's going to call to them find like out. a medium three? Oh, wow. I, I ain't going to go there. I just said it's weird. Okay. I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's a weird big three. They, they still trying to figure out what they want to do with each other. It was just a question, Wilson. I'm sorry. You <laughs> had to raise that question again. All right, so just now, just a second ago, for y'all on Instagram, Octavia just asked about the Cavs Big Three. Is it a what? Can we call them a medium, a medium. three? That's, Why? that's new. I mean, like, you, you kind of still, because, a, like, LeBron's there. Like, I get that. But, you know, like, Kyrie and Kevin, they like medium. They still trying to, like, they, I think they still trying to figure know. themselves out. So I feel like if two hold of them hold are hold medium hold and only one of them are big, you hold should kind of like hold hold default hold to the medium. Hold on. I'm just saying. Real quick, y'all. Octavius take on the Cavs big three. But what? <laughs> the medium three. <laughs> Why are they medium? Because <laughs> you got two medium people and then you got one big person. And so, you know, you got to kind of like even it out. It's, it's two against one, so the two win. So it's medium. <laughs> you can't even out three. There's, there's nothing even about three. Y'all really going on the cast like that? So after last week, y'all was talking bad about me talking about them. Uh, no, I was right there with you. I was having fun. Oh, it was just Troy that felt that. It way. pretty much was. Yeah, okay. yeah. He was, he was very sensitive. And he pretty much said he was just arguing for the sake of arguing. And the funny thing about that, that you brought that up, I remember we were talking, and we were talking about the top five point guards. And you know how we were saying the fifth one is kind of interchangeable. 
and how it's about the stuff that's happened since then. exactly i have to bring this up because <laughs> you're petty much i'm not petty are you gonna tweet at troy or not i'm not gonna it's do not that that's more petty that's even more Why petty i need you to complete the cycle of pettiness i don't know i'm not gonna be you that to petty com- i'm just gonna put out what happened the cycle we of talked about you need to complete the cycle of pettiness we talked about the fifth player being interchangeable between you know you got Kyrie Irving sometimes you got dame and you got kyle um, and you know, it was said that Dame don't do nothing. You know, he don't score like that. He don't, you know, he don't do too much. Cause he's in the West. But what I what I was trying to say was, it's just because they don't, you don't see them that much. Like it, if you're not going to watch a Portland game, you're not going to pay attention to it. You mean if you're not staying up at ten o'clock at night? Exactly. Or they're not playing prime time because they're on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the West but Dame scores, as you can tell. He has his moments. Fifty-one on on on, on the yeah. MVP. Ah, yeah, on the championship team. Yeah, I get. I guarantee, that, much I guarantee they weren't expecting that. With not much help, because I don't know who the next person was. I was close to his fifty-one C- points. CJ, he CJ. How many Stop did that. he have? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like I, I like CJ. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying as far him as CJ, him and CJ can buy for seventy. Okay. Okay. Um, I take it back, and I apologize. They they can buy for seventy-two that night. Okay. I like CJ though, but I'm just saying like CJ Ball. Yeah, he he came out of, he came out of nowhere for real for real. I was like, Jeez. well, he, he came out of Lehigh. You remember? You yeah. remember? Him. I remember vividly. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Real smooth, like <laughs> he was like, I'm a league player. I don't know about you, bums. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad, Duke fans. I'm sorry. I know y'all. He, happy he took right it to now. him. He took it to but, him. Um, yeah, I thought his name sounded familiar, but. As a Duke fan, you you better know who that is. I don't Lehigh. I don't don't know what school he was at. Lehigh. But I bet not, you know. I mean, he was the only one there that gave you buckets. He was the only one. uh, Well, that's the only game we played. Then then you went home. Right. Um, But yeah. So, I say if you're killing me with that. You had to be petty and mention the day thing. I wasn't being petty. That wasn't being petty. No, I wasn't going to say how hard was it for you not to tweet Troy. I'm not that petty, so I wasn't going to do that. So you're telling me you didn't think about it once? Nope. It probably, wasn't, it probably wasn't, didn't cross the mind. I actually just wanted to wait till tonight, though. There you go. There you go. There you go. So part of you was hoping that he was here tonight? There you go. To be so <laughs> Just a kiss. Pettiness. Just a little bit. Because I, I just wanted to hear his take on it. That's all. Add him and hey, tweet him and ask him right now. No, I'm not that petty. Uh, you, what, you want me to tweet him? No, don't be that petty. We're not being petty anymore. I got all my pettiness out with the haberdashery. You sure? Yes. You see how I said the word I correctly? Know. Okay. She's been saying it jolly correctly yeah. ever since. I can't deal with you two on the same <laughs> team tonight. It, Look, I'm just going to throw this out there. From <laughs> here on out, any night, snurs and snurs and any, night, <laughs> any night that y'all going to come in and be like teammates... Let me know so I don't show up. I can't take. We're this. all one big team. Nah, not yeah. right now. We and we ain't no medium team either. Hey look, yeah, y'all ain't no are. medium. Ain't no medium three. Hey, look, y'all the medium two. Y'all the medium <laughs> two. Right? Petty and petty. Here. I don't want to deal with this right now. All right, I'm man, done. So I'm done. I'm sorry. I, I have a feeling you're not. So we're gonna move on from the Cavaliers because, like we said, it's, we can't. It's not really a huge difference. Oh, I'm sorry. They are who they are. Um, we want to know what you guys think. You guys feel like the coaching change is going to put him in a better position late in the season to maybe take down Golden State or whoever comes out the West? Or I think it's worse. You said you think it's worse. I, I would think if you're if you're looking at it that at that way, like is the coaching change going to help them play better down? I don't think so. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not. I mean, Tyrone Lee doesn't have he has experience being a coach, but he doesn't have experience being a head coach 
for a team that's supposed to win everything, apparently. That could be the reason why they did it so early. Maybe. That's a good so, point. So, uh, so by, the time, by the time, time playoff time, he had the experience going into playoff. But still, he doesn't have playoff experience. That's okay, the only thing. But my thing. thing is this. If what I, I'm, I'm still got I mean, yeah, to playoffs is a different watch animal. it all yeah. play out. But if he's essentially doing the same stuff that the old coach was trying to do, but then when it listened... That's probably what it all. You know, you know what I'm That's saying. Probably like they probably like, well, Tyrone could probably talk to him. I, and I'm not like a big deal. Like, in some lamest like, terms. Like, I don't really care. That's their issue. Mm-hmm. But I remember Blatt saying over and over again about the importance of Kevin Love and about trying to get him involved. And you know, he lost his job, and now Kevin's becoming more involved. And it's just like he had to get basically, fired. Basically, to, basically, he had the presentation, but Tyrone Lue took all the on credit. I, mm, I don't know. That man. sounds like, like something else. I don't know, man. I was just, I was just asking. All right, so we talked about Dane's big game. Uh, they gave the Warriors their fifth loss. By a um, lot. And their their biggest deficit It was a 31-point loss. loss. I think Sheesh. it was – what was it? I think it was a 32-point. 30, 30, was it 130? I think it was 136 It was a lot to, to a little. Hold on. Oh, man, I'm good. 137 to 105. I was say, it was a lot to a little. I know that. Loss. So that was crazy because yeah, they don't experience those very often. We do know that those type of running gun type teams that are built kind of – like, Portland's not built like Golden State, but their backcourt has that juice. Mm-hmm. And they're not Stephen and Clay, but apparently they, when they get hot, they can they get have hot the too. ability to go supernova real quick. Mm-hmm. And once, you know, either one of those two get there, you just can't really do anything but hope that the rest of the team doesn't do anything. But on that night, you know, you had a couple, you had enough people chipping in here and there. Um, it wasn't a lot because a lot didn't need to be done. Um, they played good enough defense where. I mean, there are only two other players in double figures outside of their back, three outside of their backcourt. So they got 12 points from Gerald Henderson, 11 points from Mo Hartless. Uh, they got nine from Noah Vonley, 12 from Mason Plumley. I mean, I think that's that type of team where they got a whole bunch of those. Portland has a whole bunch of those interchangeable weird bigs, you know? Mm-hmm. While they're not, I don't think their bigs are as, like, individually, or as talented as, like, the Iggy's and things like that. They do have the type of pieces you could throw out with that small ball. And Portland just doesn't care. They're effective enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, Portland's just like, yeah, that's cool. Our bigs can run, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Aminu, who, a tweener. <laughs> you got more Harkless, tweener. Noah Vonley, we don't know what the heck he is yet. <laughs> Charlotte was like, go to Portland. We can't. We, we ain't got the time to wait for you, sir. Um, Myers Leonard, you. you know, the Plumlee. And they got the... They got the slow plumly at that. I <laughs> know oh, that's the athletic one. I yeah, yeah, Mason is the athletic one. I was about to say, yeah, okay. They got the athletic one. So, I mean, that's just a whole bunch of athleticism. And Ed I, Davis, you know, Alan Crabb off the bench. I mean, yeah, they got shooters bad. and a bunch of athletes. And the fact that, more importantly, their shooters just don't care. Like, CJ and Dane don't care. No, they don't. And I think another part that's going to play into how, you know, well they do, Portland does, from here on going forward is the fact that Dame is playing with a huge chip on his shoulder. Like, I love when he gets this type of way. Like, he hates being snubbed by All-Star game. He hates it. Everybody knows that. He, he hates how much they, you know, they don't, his eyes give him his props. He should. So, like, when he plays like this, like, it's not going to stop. <laughs> like, he going to keep going hard like this, especially, like, like I said, like, I was concerned that he lost his entire starting five, and I don't we know. Both were. We were talking yeah, about I was like, we I don't like, know how this season is going to go. I think we were like, we know D, we know Dame's fine, we know CJ's fine, right. 
And we know nothing about I, like I nobody said, else. I had no faith in the rest of the roster. Because it was yeah. like you lost everybody. You lost Aldridge. You lost West Matthews. You lost Nicholas Batoon and Robin I, Lopez. Lost his whole starting five. Maybe he was addition by subtraction. It was stupid us. We just didn't know. Yeah, he was like, oh, I don't think anybody knew. Because I'm about to go Like on. you said, lost, lost, lost coach. Lost key, couple key players from last year. It was totally Russian roulette coming in. I guess maybe the thing is you find out that Portland knew what they had in Dane. They felt like they kept. They kept their best player. Yeah, I know they you know, knew that. You know, however people might feel about LMA, which this is not a knock on the Marcus, but I think Portland was like, we're going to pay the one we, the one that's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to go with forward with you being in charge. And we feel A-OK about that. And, uh, and, and get a whole bunch of energy, guys. And, and obviously, you know, because CJ McCullough was injured, a lot of people had soured on CJ, but we didn't really get to see this CJ. And he's improved a lot between this season and last season. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the better backcourts in the league. In the last 10 games, they're 9-1. And that's what I'm saying. If they can keep this push going, like right now they're in the seventh spot. If they can keep it and get – if they can get to like the five, they're going to be good. But like the weird part about them, I saw a stat today, and I'm trying to make sure I remember it correctly. They're 23-15 and 15 against the Western Conference. Right, yeah, they play well against Their them. Their issue is the – and it's weird. The Thunder are like that too. Mm-hmm. The Thunder are really solid against the West. The East, for whatever reason, and my guy Rob, we were talking about that in the car on the way here, which is like, and people keep like just dumping on the East like the East is trash. Like, the East is busy eating each other, beating each other up. But for some reason, as a collective whole, they ain't got no issue dealing with the West outside of Golden State. Mm-hmm. And some teams have no issue with Golden State. Atlanta gave Golden State a scare last night. Mm-hmm. You know, and that it was, was like it was like a thirty to six run. I was sitting there watching the game, like what? And the... Teague was on the bench during the run. Heck, is going on out here? Yeah, Teague was on the bench. Did y'all the see Schroeder with that? He, he went, went off. No, I'm talking about his hair. Yeah, but his hair's been like that again. No, no, no. He added something. <laughs> what did he add to it? He added a. You know, he got the patch in the front. Right. He added a, a, a blonde patch in the back. And it's a number 17. I almost passed out on the floor. Hey, look, man. <laughs> After how we played last night, I don't think anybody in Atlanta care. Man. I, <laughs> I don't like, think what? any of them care. I was like, what is that? I think they're, they're A-OK is that with. a 17 long, in the back of his head? Long buckets going. Long balls going in the bucket. I think they're OK. But, yeah, uh, with Anthony, with Anthony's big game, he had 59-20 against the Pistons. Monumental win for them. But, again, the Pelicans, who are losing to the Wizards right now, 73-59, to despite that huge game, they're 22-33. And we know Anthony's been hurt a lot this season. And, you know, we were talking not to say that one person's 50-point game was better than the other person's 50-point game. But, It was okay, the way it was done. Right, and we're bringing this up for you guys. I was going to say, but it was. But. Okay, so you're saying, <laughs> so we're going to ask, whose 50-point game did you feel was more sustainable? Because Mike Sykes brought something up on Twitter. He was like, he wasn't surprised by the Dame outburst when a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh. And I think, Octavia, I'm sure you're one of those people, too. Are like, I just feel like if y'all watched, y'all wouldn't be surprised. Right. Like, if y'all watch on a regular basis, we shouldn't be shocked that one of the NBA's <laughs> more, most ignorant shooters scored 50 points. And what was, I guess, what was most impressive to me, he was stupid efficient. Like, he was dumb efficient against them. It was ridiculous. So, that makes it easy to get CJ McCollum turned the rock over six times, which is not really typical by him. Dame went 18 to 28 from the field. Nine to twelve from three, six to seven from the free throw line, seven assists, six steals, no turnovers. That's like dang near a perfect game. No turnovers. I mean, that 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 helps a lot. Not having any turnovers. No turnovers. You know, and, and obviously Steph went <clears> off <throat> that game too. He had a good game too. But it's kind of like you know when uh, Washington <clears throat> lost to Golden State, 
and Steph went crazy, yet John had a huge game. Mm -hmm. Everybody just chose to ignore the fact that John brought dragged his team back into that game. John almost had his team on the verge of beating Steph's team. And Steph had 50-something. You know, but at the same token, we're going to ignore... 25 in the first quarter. And we're, we're going to ignore the fact that, one, John didn't quit. John, who's not known as a great scorer, John went off. Mm-hmm. Like, John was just like, I'm not going out like that. Fed The team fed off it. And like you said, when people don't watch somebody enough, it's easy just to throw bland things out there at real surprise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's just interesting to see how that goes. We'll keep our eyes on Anthony Davis to see if, you know, he drops another 50 bomb later. Right. I'm like, what is he doing now? I'm going to let you go and look at that. I'm I not, sure will. He I has don't feel like six points. Hmm. I'm not I'm sorry being that petty. He does. I'm sorry. I'm just, he has six points, 14 rebounds, one assist. I mean, he has 14 rebounds. That's what's up. He need more points, though. He loses. him. <laughs> but I guess that's the biggest thing, and that's why I want to bring up just, like, look at the standings a little bit. We're talking about why Dame had 51 and they beat the Warriors and everything, but if he wasn't doing that, him and obviously, if he wasn't on that team, they didn't win the last five in a row. They're not 91 in the last 10. They're not seventh when everybody expected them, like, life to be over for them this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about everybody. And it's, I'm sure there's a couple people. Included. You know, I'm sure there's a couple people out there that are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I expected this. <clears throat> Kudos to you, and I don't believe you. Me neither. Tell you. <laughs> Nobody believes like, you. You I, need I more just, people. I just Unless, don't believe you. If you live outside of Oregon? No, those people included. <laughs> I think they, this year started, they were like, so who are we going to get in the draft? Yeah. I'm just going to keep it super 100. I. I'm really hard pressed to believe you. I think that the Dagon team felt that too. Dame was probably sitting at home like, "What am I going to do next year?" Mm-hmm. And then okay. I guess him and CJ was just like, "I guess we just got to carry everybody." <laughs> I guess. Hey, look, more shots for us, right? Yeah. He was like, "I got the money, though, so we know we good." Looking at the standings real quick, obviously Golden State is fifty and five. You know, um, I don't think anybody's too surprised about that. Man, they got a winning percentage of ninety. Just know they they can only lose five more games. That's it. Yeah, they only lose five more. That's it. But like the depressing part about them is like you every time you see them in danger, people get excited and like let's turn it on, and then they go on a quick 10-0 run just to put things away. Like, <laughs> like last I, night, like, <laughs> I felt so bad for the Hawks. Like you did everything. You were there. You held you you held them down long enough to go on a that hellacious run. Thirty to six, and they calmly were just like. Oh, we got to win this game. All right. I guess we got, he was so what was the like, I guess I got to play in the What was the, the difference with Portland then? You said what was the difference with Portland? Yeah, it seems like they can turn it on and off whenever oh, they want to. It's Portland and Atlanta. I'm going to say this. Portland's backcourt, you can't you can't turn off Dame and CJ once they get going. Yeah, sure. Ain't, you ain't can like, turn ain't them no, off. Ain't no, I don't think they have off switches. Secondly, they don't care. Well, what, did, what happened to the on switch for um, Golden State? Turning turn that on switch on. Are you talking about against Portland? Yeah. You can't. Those type of teams give them trouble. Like the type of teams that got dangerous backcourts, mm-hmm. it's annoying to them because that's pressure. Typically, you put Clay on the most dangerous backcourt player on the other team. And Steph, who's, he's a solid defender, not a great defender. Right. When you play those teams with two good players in the backcourt, you can't, you can't play him off. You can't put, you have to put Steph on, like, but not, somebody who's not a, a, offensively effective. No, no, no. But, but not the only that. His energy. But not only that, against Portland, no disrespect to Clay. CJ and, and CJ and Dame ain't care. Mm-hmm. Clay took it. Clay, it wasn't just Steph getting scored on. Like just to throw that out there. Yeah. Like Clay, Clay was there for at least thirty of them things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it down the middle. They, they each got twenty five. Like, my, my point is this: the other team's backcourt had seventy, man. 
So whether you want to split up the fault, whose fault or whatever, it ain't like CJ had five. Right. <laughs> you both took L's, monumental L's, and that's just what it came down to. <laughs> just like Boston, Boston's one of them teams keep in trouble too. Like you got those ignorant backcourts, and those teams that like to run like that don't like being run against. Mm-hmm. I mean that's and the narrative. All, that's Portland the narrative. Is, all Portland do is run. Right. And not only that, but they have the shooters. You know, one of the other guy that we hardly talk about, Alan Crabb. Big piece for Portland. That guard that comes off the bench, which is annoying because, so, you know, when other teams go there, they look like Golden State loves their cheating second unit. Right. Portland's like, that's cool. Let's put Alan Crabb on there. So Alan to get hot for a hot second and Dame and CJ come back. And then they all get out there together. And they're just really annoying. But, yes, they're only 29 to 27. But still, the Memphis Grizzlies, I feel bad for. Marcus Gasol is officially out for the year. So while they are 32 and 23 right now, they about to start it's, dropping. It's, it's, you expect them to slide. They about exactly, to start dropping. Yeah. I think they're going to slide all the way out of the playoffs. I don't think life's going to be good to them. I, I think so, too. I think they'll probably slide all the way out. I think Mike Collins is going to do what he can. but Because, uh, I mean, they, they Jeff was there, right? Yeah, Jeff was there. They lost there. Jeff. Jeff's gone. And now Mark's gone. Yeah. It's, yeah. What, Conley and what? Conley, Zebo and, and them. You got P.J. Hairston, Mario Chalmers. Tom, is Tony Allen Sunday? Well, I mean, we're talking. I mean, he's not scoring, but, yeah, but I know. Yeah. So, so you can say that question again. <laughs> <laughs> he did for the, he did for more support. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it, it's gonna be rough for them, man. So all right, to the East real quick, because that that playoff pitch has been fun. It just keeps changing. It mm-hmm. Ain't been changes, fun for me. Me neither. It's okay. I think it's been great. Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all, at least y'all still in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, but that that hour that hourglass is you know. Dropped. <laughs> that hourglass. Who us? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I'm not talking right. about us. 15 <laughs> or Cleveland? Um, a team who's just three games back who doesn't Toronto. get talked about enough. Toronto. Toronto's right there on their heels. They be trying right? to go like, on Toronto so bad. I don't know why. Like I don't, I don't get it. Either. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like if it's teams that you don't watch and you don't see them, don't talk, like, don't talk about them. Like Cal is a a damn good point guard. Mm-hmm. He's a and, dog. And him He's and DeMar DeRozan work very, very well together. As does a, every other piece on that team fits well around them. So, that's like, that's even the, like the rumors of them trying to say, like, if you can pull DeMar DeRozan away because he's about to be a free I agent, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it happening. Like, you got to be giving him something damn good in order for him to be like, but yeah. I, don't Man, I, don't, I, still don't think I still don't think he'll do it regardless. I don't see him crossing the border. Wherever he is, my whole thing is, are you going to have a point guard that's at least Kyle Lowry in place? Nah. Because I'm sure if he's thinking correctly and it's just not about the money, that's kind of a big part of why life is well, good for well. you. Mm-hmm. Is having that ignorant dog next to you. I know Lou Will when she was back. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Life used to be so good. Yeah, in um, LA, like this is crazy. So thirty seven to eighteen. Then quietly, you know, the team that I picked. Yeah, I didn't see my. Here, I didn't see Miami. Miami's still hanging. I around. thought they was gonna be around the, around the bottom a little. It's okay, bit. you know. Every once in a while, I, I kind of sort of accidentally know what I'm talking about. Go ahead, take 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 your. Uh, <clears throat> no, I'm not even too proud about that. Go put. Uh, um, they're third. Which is big because Boston was third for quite a while, um, and then Miami beat uh, Indiana last night. And right now, everybody NLT. knows mm-hmm. they're going with life without Chris Bosh right now. And I would just simply say, and I, I might write something about this later this week, is that if for Miami to do what they need to do this season with Chris Bosh or no, no Chris Bosh, D Wade got to move back to playing off ball D Wade mm-hmm. and let Drogic just push the hell out the tempo. Because yesterday, while D Wade played horrible. The entire game, you know, he found ways to be productive on defense and whatnot. Him, like he needs to take that what you learn from playing with LeBron and playing off ball. Dragic pushing the pace. Dragic is annoying, and he uh, 
he abused George Hill yesterday. <laughs> abused. And he abused everybody that was on him. Man, George Hill's some garbage, but go ahead. No, no, he is. But I'm just simply <laughs> saying, like, you know how they don't have a lot of good shooters? Mm-hmm. Letting Dragic push the pace, it helps Winslow, who's not a great shooter. He's allowed to get out and run. You know, Deng, who's not a great shooter, but they're able to run, and he's been balling the last few games. Boston's still Boston. They, they're annoying. They're going to be annoying. Um, after that, you got Indiana, who's hanging around. Atlanta. Charlotte's around there. Al Jefferson just got back. Um, quietly, the big thing with Charlotte, they've been a good home team this year. They've been struggling on the road. Um, they're currently on a five-game win streak. Mm, Atlanta's on a three-game losing streak. Mm. And it's going to switch it up. And I'm just saying, like, they only a half game back. East, right. The East is going to be fun because uh, – and they play each other, I think, Sunday. Okay. And they've played a lot of the same teams this week. And Golden State's on their tour of the East Coast. <laughs> or, well, their tour of the Southeast Division right now. Um, then you got, you got Chicago, who's at 29 Lepin. and 26. Lepin. You see, I don't even all the way agree with that. I know everything's not great, but I think things are finally starting to turn up, turn up for them in, in terms of it's, it's finally Hoiberg's team now. Like, I think it took a little or, bit. I mean, they, they, they starting they start to, uh, um, I can't, can't think of the word. Gel, Gel and Mesh. Gel, okay, we can go mesh. with that. But I was, I was saying they starting to um, feed, feed into his, uh, his system. Buy into his system. Buy into his system. Thank yeah, you. and I think that's big. Like, defensively, they're only a spot lower than they were last year. Where everybody's talking so crazy about Hoiberg, they're 11th this year. Last, They're 12th this year. Last year they were 11th defensively. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they're not like, it's not great, but I think we can all tell by watching. They're actually dangerous <laughs> offensively. Uh, one of the big things for them is... Uh, as long as they shoot well. Uh, what's it called? Doug McDermott. That's a big piece for them that has to play well going forward. Uh, but yeah, then after that, you got Detroit, Washington who's hanging around. You still got... I don't, I'm not taking Orlando too seriously. But I'm taking Detroit and Washington serious. Oh, yeah, you got to. Um, in terms of people that's still around there, you know, being that could make That can sneak playoffs. up in there? Yeah, just mm-hmm. because after after the teams that are 10 games back of Cleveland, everything's up for grabs right there. Because mm-hmm. even if you and look and at it. And that 6 through 10 spot, you know what I'm would, saying? I would say 5 through 9. 5 through 10. Okay. Um, but 6 through 10 probably more accurate. But you can say 5 through 10 because – that fifth team, like, life's not real safe there. Right. Because the fifth and sixth team, you're both ten and a half games back. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, if you look at it, like, three and four are both eight and a half games back. Five and six are both ten and a half games back. Seven and eight are both 11 games back. So, like, they're basically the same spot. It's and, like they're sharing the top spot. And one of the craziest parts about that, it that is – That can change uh, over a weekend. Exactly. It can change over a night. HP Basketball was talking about last night was if you start looking into the tiebreakers between the team, you'll be surprised that if this thing gets real close late, some teams swept – Certain other teams. Mm-hmm. Do you think they might? It might go back to the divisions. No, nah, I think it's gonna be fun. But but teams. <laughs> but my whole thing is this: because regardless of the division, if if say five through eight gets real messy, right? Mm-hmm. Which we all expected to. But those t- individual team tiebreakers do matter. That's gonna be fun because somebody who might have been in sixth place finds himself in ninth. Yikes! <laughs> Life's not good. And there. That's what I'm saying. I think that might be fun. Let me, let me um, ask you a quick question. Sure, sure, just. Sure. just I'm just doing this just off uh, hypothetically. If it starts today, which matchup do you think you like the best? I think the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be fun no matter what. Any any of the matchup? That wasn't yep. the question. Right, right now? Yeah. That wasn't the question. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun no matter what. I mean, so in the conference, Cleveland's lost 10 games. <clears throat> so 10 of 8, 15 losses came to the East, Eastern Conference teams. Hmm. Well, which matchup would be more intriguing to you? I don't care. I just think they're all going to be fun. Like, I don't I'm not care. answering like, the question. Okay, so <laughs> if it stayed how it is, Cleveland-Chicago is still going to be fun. All right? 
I don't think. I hope so. I don't think Chicago's might be the team that brings them down, but it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. If Atlanta slides down to eight, that's still going to be fun. Be in, in Atlanta and Cleveland? Whoever in Cleveland's going to be fun. Like, all these matchups. Because the they're not as dominating as, as it appears to be. My biggest because thing is. Because 10 of their 15 you look, losses is I to think the we East. don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until you said that. Nobody ten, talks about ten it. Of their, if 10 of their losses is in the East, that means the rest of the five losses that you have are in the West. And so, which don't mean anything to me. Exactly. Which means nothing. What, what more means anything is. 10 of your losses is in the conference that you have to get out of to get to the, the championship. Go, go so that means that there are 10, there. there are at least, well, I won't say 10 different teams, but there were 10 different occasions that you lost to somebody in the East and you're going to have to well, play one of these compared teams. Compared to go to say who's 30 and three in the West. Oh, look well, at, and some, look some, at some, that. Some of the teams they lost to twice. They's, they've only lost right, five games. Right, that's what I'm saying. San Antonio's yeah. only lost five games in the West. Same thing for uh, OKC. They've only lost five in the West. Mm-hmm. So why everyone's so eager to this just stamp them in a just stamp them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Unstamp them. I'm, no, I'm not saying you can leave them if I'm you like, want to. I'm just saying don't be surprised if one of these teams that you just don't watch on a regular basis. Because every I know people, a lot of, nobody watches Charlotte games but me because I ain't got no life. A lot of people don't watch Hawks games. I mean, only Bulls fans watch Bulls games. You know, and they complain the whole time when they watch. Respect. <laughs> so, respect. Um, Speaking of that, how, how long is Jimmy Butler going to be out? Anybody know? I don't know, but what is they should done? be talking about is how I think Derrick Rose is finding what life after that injury is like, and he's been playing well, and nobody cares. Yeah, I think I think the thing with with um, Chicago is is that for a while everything was basically going through Jimmy Butler. It was Jimmy yeah. Butler's team, and mm-hmm. now that he's out, Derrick Rose has to step back in that position and get reacclimated to everything when running he just through him. To learn how to to fall in. off, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it, so it's, now it's, really, it's a it's a it's a change of pace and figuring out how to get back to you know it used to be my team. It wasn't my team for a while because I got hurt and Jimmy Butler stepped up, and now Jimmy's hurt. Now he got to step in that role, and I think it's just taking him a little bit longer, or taking the whole team a little bit longer just to fix it. But that's why I was wondering how long Jimmy's going to be out. I haven't, I haven't heard, any, heard anything already. Let me anything. see if I can look Because my eyes hurt when I try but to read stuff. They're 3 in their last 10, but they've won their last two games. Um, so that's what I'm just saying. It's going to be interesting. Same thing with uh, Miami, 7-3 in the last 10, but they won their last three. Mm-hmm. They were sixth, like, before the All-Star break. You know, again. Oh, they were, really? Yeah. You remember before uh, before we, uh, we were talking about All-Star week and everything? They were sixth. Then, then I wasn't even looking at the standards at the time. We're three games into, you know, life after the break. They're back up the third. So the Eastern Conference is just real fluid. And again, I just want to simply bring this up. I'm not saying, you know, Red Alert or DEFCON 5. But 10 losses, if you have a, if you have 15 losses and 10 in conference, I'm thinking that conference play might not be as easy as everybody thinks it is. I mean, we were saying we were saying five through ten, but it could easily be three, three mm-hmm. to ten. That could be interchangeable. That's what I'm saying. Well, they I both think everybody after Toronto because it's yeah, that's what I said. yeah, three, yeah, three, three, it's ten. fluid. It's real, real fluid. Yeah. All right, so this NFL combine thing before we get off of here, a lot of people excited. Everybody looks forward to the combine every year, you know, to watch people, you know, for their over glorified workout and. We talk about this every year, and the reason that I brought up tonight was, I guess, Laquan Treadwell, uh, who a lot of people have as the number one wide receiver in this year's draft, is not going to run. And a lot of people are up in arms about it and saying, oh, his stock's going to fall and all this other crap. Oh, he, um, made, he, he made it known. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going right to dash. As of right now, there's a lot of reports. I don't think he's running. He, he's, okay. I think he said, again, I'm just trying to remember. I'm sorry that I don't have it in front of me. Um, I think it was he didn't feel like he had enough time to prepare for it. Okay. So he, he'd rather do it at his... At his pro day. I have a question. Yeah. 
what what are we preparing for? Because okay, so to run, they yes, and that's the that's the thing. So everyone puts this high like this this high value on the forties, right? Mm-hmm. And some of these other drills, but literally these kids and their ages, whatever, pay these places that they go train at right. to learn how to do these specific things that have nothing to do with them actually playing football to, to get to this point in their life to do these things well because, quote-unquote, improve stock. But again, after you do these things before getting drafted, after you get drafted, you don't do these things anymore. It's a, it's a totally different animal. You know, you actually do stuff that, you know, affects your it's, job. Right. You know, football-specific drills, <clears throat> things that actually matter. So everyone gets all excited but up in arms. what does a 40 really mean? That you ran slow in a straight line, right? But how, how often do you run in a straight line of football? Not a lot. Unless you had the speed. You just go straight. But even straight, then, there's straight, a lot of guys, there's a lot of those guys with track star speed that aren't good football players. No, I get that. I get that. So, again, like, we get mm-hmm. to this point, and I'll just simply bring it up. Why does everybody look? And I love watching the combine, but... In the back, I watch it just because I'm addicted to sports. All right, like there's not, I'm not like, oh my gosh, yes, the those four two whatevers don't mean anything to me in life. Like the only part of the forty yard dash that matters, that actually does matter, is the first ten yards, because that actually cares about your get off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? After that, those other thirty yards don't mean anything. How often is a defensive lineman going to run forty yards downfield? <laughs> not a lot. Because the dancers are not racing at or nobody. offensive linemen for that matter. That makes a lot of sense. I never ever sat sat down and thought about it that way. I, I just look at it as, as I think a lot of people foundation. Maybe I, I think a lot of people decided because it's football. You know what I was gonna say yeah. maybe. I mean, I don't know. This is I'm just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's a it's something just to keep football relevant further into the. But I, th- I think into the I year. think that's exactly what it is. Like for something, it, it's for something for them to report on because basically we're at a standstill now yeah. with football. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's you know, the draft, draft is off. Mm-hmm. Um, but my the thing season's is just over. Like, let's just be honest about it all. You know, they're what I'm not saying? going to because like the parts that matter, like we talk about the interviews, those those things that actually do matter. That's probably the only thing that really matters. You know, we we don't see. And, you know, honestly, what happens is people do bad at the combine. People write a whole bunch of really great pieces. Like I'm Tom being Brady. sarcastic about these pieces because they don't matter. Because if the kid fixes it on a pro day, then NFL goes with the better numbers. Secondly, it really just depends on your film. If you ate and dominated competition for three years, what is a bad weekend at the combine going to do to you? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't just, do just, just to be honest, like it might do something for all these experts out here that move you up and down the invisible draft boards that don't matter. But what does it actually do? Maybe for certain players that maybe weren't that great in college, you know, those type of players, maybe it does something for them. So it's like, okay, I wasn't that great in college of this, but maybe if I get out it there. It may they stock up by one round, maybe? I mean, maybe I, something. I think, I think it maybe gives them a little, uh, gives people a little bit it. of a chance to look like, at it. I them. think there's positives in it, but I don't like the all out, like you have to love it. Media type thing like, where yeah. I mm-hmm. just don't buy it. Like, there's, there's positives and negatives to it. But I think, I don't, don't think tell me that all them stupid little drills matter. I, I don't think there's a, a real, real point to it. I think it's just a found foundation of showing. Certain certain key key elements of what your attributes are. It doesn't really define like it's nothing. It doesn't. It's it. n- absolutely nothing definite about it. And as, I guess as, that's as one part. time Brady. And and that's the part. Like we can cite all these combine superstars or horrible football players. But when? How long has the combine been around? It's been around for a while. Right? I can't. Tell well, you if you talk about televised, I, I think it's been. I'm, I mean, I'm just wondering. Like I, I'm I pretty sure it wasn't around. Like when they first started and everything. It's not like it was like, oh, we have to have a combine. Oh, no, they found, they found people at the bar. They told them, let's go play football. Over the years. And I mean, I do think like it's okay. I, I think there's a point to it. But I think it's just I like I said, it's just the foundation. Put, 
too much value into it. Too much emphasis. Like, on like it. all the stuff that really matters is all the stuff that we don't get to see. They put too much emphasis on it in regards to how they want to um the, the the draft stuff. Like how many times when we get close to the draft, we start talking about when teams inviting players in for the private workouts, and them private workouts that we never see are amazing or damning, and those are the things that actually matter. A but lot of like times, a lot of time they're damn, they're damning. Or a lot of time they're not damning, and then when they get out on the field and actual game, it totally is. Totally F's them up. Like, I'd rather see something that's, like, football-specific. Like, the type of drills they go through, like, in the Senior Bowl and those other offer mm-hmm. games where you have the days of practice. Like, I'd rather be, like, a big, like, actual practice. Right. Like, honestly, where we can see... With, equi- with equipment like, on? Yes. Like, nice rather, shorts. I'd honestly rather see stuff like that. It, of course, make it... It's a controlled environment. Right. Because not like we hear about a whole ton of big injuries right. at like those all-star games or whatever. But like just do that that day and I'm cool because... With that actual defense on the field? Yeah, like throwing passes with nobody running around in shorts and t-shirts. Like that's cool. Whatever, not, but not throwing, matter. Not, not, I'm trying to chase the quarterback with brooms. Yeah, like it doesn't... <laughs> it just doesn't... Like it doesn't matter in life. Like um, it just doesn't... Like it still comes down to the film. Like if someone bought out for three years against top competition, who cares if they ran a 4840? I just don't yeah, care. I care. Like I'm so yeah. sorry. It looks like it started um, in about 1982. From what I can see, kudos to who started it, and kudos to the people who made it the production. Like I'll be watching, but like I guess I would say for those of you that are gonna watch, watch the drills, watch watch for stuff with wide receivers or like uh, wide receivers or like corners or something. Watch the hips. Don't pay attention oh, yeah. to the times, anything like that. Watch the hips so you can see how easy it is for them to change direction, especially with DBs yes. when it's time for them to turn and run. Mm-hmm. Like that drill, like that. Those those are the type of things you can take something out of. I think some. I think. And one other good thing about it, probably for people like me who don't really delve that deep into mm-hmm. the NFL, uh, uh, college football, mm-hmm. because like it's hard for me to, it's to good focus. For you? And that's what I mean. Like it's hard for me to focus on NFL, uh, college football a lot. Mm-hmm. So the combine is sometimes that I watch to see, like, okay, so these are the players that they're talking about. Who can my team possibly get? Mm-hmm. You know, it's in that <clears throat> in, in that instance to figure out what's going to happen in the future. So I, maybe that's part of it too. But I don't like you said. I don't agree with it being. And the end all be all about if they have a great combine weekend that and they're going to be good. That's all I want. It's like, not again, be I, don't, I, don't, I just don't like the fact how they put too much stock in it in regards to the to the draft. And that's my only mm-hmm. beef with it. Like I don't, I don't think like it's horrible. Get rid of it. Like keep it. It's cool. But like I said, it's just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good foundation like, for just, showing a little like, bit of the attribute. But like just be honest with it. Like instead, we let like the media never put this huge emphasis on it. But what should matter is the film. What should matter is what you've seen for three years. What should matter what you've seen for four years. That one weekend shouldn't define one player. Like, I just, you know, that's, for me, just, it doesn't work for me. But um, we want to thank y'all for uh, tuning in tonight. We thoroughly appreciate you guys taking the time to do so. We'll be back. Uh, we might not be on air next week. We will let you know. So follow us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, because DC United season starts and their first game is next Tuesday. Aww. So we might not be here next week. But, uh. We'll get something up for you guys. We'll figure something out. We'll get something up for you guys. Again, we appreciate it. You guys have a great night. As always, get your mind right by checking out my mind on sports.com. Y'all got anything else y'all want to tell the good people or no? no Stay dry. Check out the haberdashery. Stark and Legum haberdashery. <laughs> I tell you, real, she came through with the quick plug at the end. Even after talking so bad about I it. Wasn't ta- it I wasn't. I think that's why I did it because I don't wrong. want y'all to think I was talking bad about it. It's probably a very, very great store. I've never been to it, so I can't nah, speak look, for it. We know. We have fun. But the, the haberdashery, I don't know what it is. It's still a store. I'm just, I'm just glad I can say the word Bowie now. Town Center. Check it out. Thank y'all so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place.